Greetings is co-hosted and co-produced by Bobby O'Rourke and Dan Conroy. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at GreetingsPod or on Twitter at GreetingsCast for weekly updates, photos, and to see what card we're talking about that week. Greetings, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Greetings, the Greetings Card Podcast. I'm Dan Conroy. And I am Bobby O'Rourke. You know, I decided that within the fifth episode of Greetings, the Greeting Card Podcast, perhaps it would be best for me to start our introduction with saying the word greetings. I don't know why I was always saying hello. Bobby, how are you doing this week? I'm good. I'm now realizing I never fully learned whether we say greeting or greetings when we're introducing the podcast. I always just said it naturally, but I never clocked whether I put the S on the end of greeting. So I just made that mistake now while talking. I'm pretty sure the we are greetings, which is the name of the podcast. And then the bottom is a greeting card podcast. See, I, I knew that. I I got so nervous just now and I thought, oh man, what if I've been saying the podcast name wrong for for weeks and just I would have no idea. You know what? It it doesn't even matter. We can go ahead and change it every single day. We make it all up. We can do whatever we want here. But I was We're gods. We're gods here. You know, yeah, we're we're gods. And you know what? As as deities of this realm, let's go ahead and workshop it together now. I think greetings would be a good name for it. What do you think, Bobby? Do you want greeting the greetings card podcast or greetings the greetings card podcast? I I'm fine with greetings. just as long as we don't give man free will, everything's gravy. Man will never have free will. No, he will always be pulled by our strings. Um, we will make him uh, them from clay. And uh, yeah, then we're going to give them fire. Is that what we're talking about? It's what we're talking about now. And it, you know, it's just simpler that way. No free will. Give them fire. Step three, TB, TBD. TBD. We'll figure it out. Something to do with emotions or love or some kind of crap like that. But free will never going to be the case. Sorry, guys. Better luck next time. Bobby, do you know about the very first greetings cards? God, I'm going to do that the whole time. <laughs> the very first. We're screwed. Did you, uh, the history of greeting cards. Do you want to know or not? I definitely do. On board, Senator. So I decided to first check out the Wikipedia article for greeting cards, which just says greeting card. And after seeing a couple of pretty decent typos under history, I decided to go to its source, which was the Greeting Card Association, which is greetingcard.org. Again, if you would like to watch this website from the comfort of your own home, that's greetingcard.org. And they did a much better job of editing in that there are no typos that I found on Wikipedia. And here is the first paragraph with the history of greeting cards. The history of greeting cards dates back to the ancient Chinese who exchanged messages of goodwill to celebrate a new year, and to early Egyptians who used papyrus scrolls to send greetings. Key dates in greeting card history include, and then it gives us a collection of dates, which we can go through another time or some right now if we'd like. The first one is just 1400s. Europeans began selling and exchanging handmade greeting cards, including Valentine's Day cards. What I love, though, is that if you go through the dates a little bit enough, you'll notice that a lot of it is just for the history of the Postal Service. I think because it might be a lot to get into the nitty gritty of specifically greeting cards. So they had to mix it up with the much larger history of the Postal Service. It's part of a grander story. It's part of a grander story. It's part of a wider quilt, a gorgeous quilt of post getting to your home, whether it's a brand new saddle for that beautiful pony or a card that says, I've made it to Oregon one way or another. These are pioneer cards, folks. I made it to Oregon. Send pemmican. 
love Nathaniel. Mm, Nathaniel J. Pemmican. <laughs> he, invent- he invented the stuff, and he's still asking his family for it. Because his mom just uses the right amount of cranberries or gooseberries or lingonberries or whatever the fuck berries they lived near at the time. Matt and buffalo meat. I'm, d- I'm just saying when you played o- Oregon Trail, and I- I'm not trying my best to not say Oregon, which I was told by a West Coaster is just the perfect way to spot a buffoon. When I played Oregon Trail, you just stocked up on pemmican and a couple bullets for your rifle, and you just fed off the animals and the pemmican and maybe threw in some citrus to avoid uh, scurvy. But everything else was was pretty much non-essential. That's all I have to say. And look, family members are going to break bones, and there are going to be people that steal wheels from your wagon in the middle of the night. But all you got to make it to Sioux Falls, and then eventually you can just, you know, get that all back again and then insert next army fort that you're going to get to um trying to remember the basics of oregon trail here and then you'll be all good i played a version that was made during halloween like years ago called oregon trail o-r-g-a-n and it's to avoid zombies <laughs> what does that organ is that just did they just take the the e out of or- oregon yep and they and they basic oh and instead of an o there's an a at the end so organ like Oh, oh Oregon do, Trail. Oh, or, oh. Yeah, like Oregon Trail. Oh, yeah, because it's cute. all like I get it's that. all it's no longer getting to the state. It's all about just avoiding zombies. But you're in a car now. I, it didn't translate as well as Oregon Trail. Is that one of those things like Nevada, Nevada? Like there's a way to say it within the state, and everyone outside the state just screws it up. I think so, and it's it's one of those personality quirks uh, of fairly unpleasant people. I think you know when you say when you correct people about the pronunciations, and we do it too. I say that from. Do we have any New Jersey ones? I mean, I'm sure I, I know I speak with a weird New Jersey accent once in a while. I fall into it, but I'm trying to think if there are words I, I correct people on or, or don't cor- say correctly when I'm talking. I'm just getting so tired of people from outside of New Jersey still calling us Nova Cesaria. I don't know how to explain to them that it is no longer the 1650s. We don't say it like that anymore, guys. It Speak with the, with the major English. And I would never say that in any other case, but it's just don't throw your damn Latin at me, okay? Okay, that's the only time when it's inappropriate. I swear. It's all Lenape land anyway. So who who are we fooling? One way or the other. Absolutely, a hundred percent. We we came and stole it and then made it all up. So you know, fuck any name. Uh, it's uh, we. Oh, there is one card in this historical card collection that I did want to bring up, and it comes from the Wikipedia page of Greeting Card. Because while they weren't so hot on the actual grammar or history, what I did love was if you go to the Wikipedia page for Greeting Card and go under History, they show you a very or not very early, but a, a Uh, early 20th century, or I guess it's mid 20th century. It's a get well card from 1949. And it has a child sitting on a couch winking with a book or or a a barca lounger winking with a book. And it says the phrase in very nice script, how is the convalescent? (laughs) Which that's how you know it's dated, folks. When we're using words like convalescent still to describe a sick individual that we wish for them to get well. Yeah, that card is for presumably the child who is sick who naturally Mm. would be familiar with and appreciate someone using the word convalescent this card this is a big thing that we've come up against dan and i'm happy i I have you with me to take this journey who are the cards for because this is not for a child no child responds to the word convalescent ever i i I imagine that this is probably this little girl on the front, for those that are seeing this Wikipedia page in the history, this this young child who is 
suffering from an illness. I imagine they are a comic book character of this era because it is so common to have that a mascot of the greeting guard company or just a popular pop culture icon of the time that has been lost to our modern era. I don't know. They sort of have a haircut not unlike... Pippi Longstockings-ish? It's like a Pippi Longstocking, but she also looks a little bit like Lucy from Peanuts characters. Yeah, you're right. And and it's not Lucy, but I didn't know if maybe there's another comic book strip, comic strip from the newspapers in which this individual would be a part of. And then this would just be given to any sick person, regardless of their age, because convalescence a lot to ask of a four-year-old. Unless... And this goes back to the to the era. Maybe they just spoke better than we did. I wouldn't be surprised if a four-year-old had a better vocabulary than me, a 30-year-old, in the year 2022. Yeah, maybe we're the dum-dums, and they thought, how do you not know the word convalescent, you troglodyte? Yeah, they didn't have every Grand Theft Auto game to ruin their brain the way it did me. So they, mm. they're able to still have a beautiful vocabulary. So I I don't know if they, maybe they just kind of know. But I don't know who it's for other than that. And then convalescent, doesn't that imply, uh, I don't want to say a harsh uh, illness, or but, but a condition that needs to be watched. So it's not like you have like a summer cold or anything like that. I don't have the it? dictionary in front of me as per normal, but I... Was gonna I say. Yeah. What am I doing? It's your only this? job. It's my only job. I I think convalescent just implies you're getting better from an illness. So so convalescent mm. is the illness has passed or is on the wane, but you still have to stay in bed or do something. It, convalescent, in my mind, brings mostly like James Kahn from Misery. Like he's broken his leg and his leg is not in danger, but he can't move, you know, for the next couple of weeks. And then that we could talk about Misery on another podcast. But but uh, I do like that movie. And that's what I think convalescent means. And that's the end of my story. And those, are, and those are two things I didn't want it to end. Those are two things that were wonderful. Those, that's a great movie. He was a convalescent. Next time he next time he should write the ending to the book properly. Um, uh, then he won't get his uh, ankles. What, what, was that, what was that called when you put your ankle between those two things? Oh, uh, hobbled, right? Yeah, you, next yeah. time you won't get your ankle hobbled so bad. Just just listen. Just listen. Then you'll, you won't have that happen to you. Yes, this uh, this card was very interesting when I saw it because it was just the, the concept of calling someone a convalescent from a greeting card. Because as we've said before... Uh, at least to some extent, with these greeting cards, it's a lot about, you know, speaking to the person and giving that message across. And there's something that's so clinical sounding about the word convalescent. Maybe it was said a little bit not as uh, not as clinical in a different time, but it certainly felt like it when I read it there. Yeah. Very, very odd. Yeah, we're definitely going to have to go through the rest of this website another time, though, because while I'd love to today, there's just so many good points. There's an awards for the Greeting Card Association. We'll get there later. There's a marketplace. There's a workshop and a retreat. Where has this been all of our lives? And by all our lives, I mean the five episodes that we both completely forgot to look up if there was a Greeting Card Association. Yeah, I liked. I noticed it was .org. So it is it is an organization. This isn't just a fly by night snake oil salesman hawking his wares on the worldwide web no. this is this is a group of dedicated people to the greeting card but drinking this website will cure baldness headaches asthma and diphtheria all at once oh yeah and it's got just enough laudamum in it that it just really makes everything feel good tasty stuff there <laughs> yeah this is a this is a fantastic place we're definitely going to spend some more time in here in the going in the going days mm-hmm. but um 
Yes. So it did begin with the ancient Chinese who exchanged messages of goodwill and Egyptians who used papyrus scrolls to send greetings. Now I'm interested in seeing what either an ancient Chinese or Egyptian greeting card looked like, because I'd like to know if they were more about the message or about funny images, because so far those are the two things we've seen a lot of and I think we'll just see more of. And I'd love to see if that if that changed over time. Am I remembering incorrectly or do we also credit Chinese culture with giving us what is essentially modern day paper. Am I remembering that incorrectly? I believe that is the case because I know I've heard papyrus first, as this paragraph tells us, papyrus was first used heavily in ancient Egypt, but modern paper as we know it today, like pulp paper, I believe was from ancient China, but do not quote me on that. I, we'd have to look that back up. Well, so. if true, and let's assume that we're correct, as as, as previously established gods of this this realm. If, Pure deities. Man, if, if Egypt had papyrus and China had paper and they both started the greeting card craze, they really cornered the market on messages uh, uh, <laughs> on on square on rectangular flimsy squares like no one else could hold a candle to those two those two cultures. They knew ex they knew exactly what.